Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Today on the show, we got my friend Clara Kent. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Clara, she is a singer, songwriter, visual artist, promoter, anime fan, one part of the Tribe Eternal Music Group, one part of the Flow Lounge, which is a art gallery and performance space over in the Bloomfield, East Liberty, Oakland area. And to be honest, that's just scratching the surface. Clara is involved with a lot of things, and she's going to be coming on here in a moment to tell us all about it. We recorded this conversation at the Flow Lounge. It was my first time there. It's a really cool space. They're doing a lot of great things for the community. And Clara is an awesome human being. Great to meet her. And I think you're really going to like this conversation. If any of you out there are friends or family of Clara and you're new to me, I'm an artist too. And if you're interested in what I'm doing, you can find me online. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at The Real Sykes. I have a website that is therealsykes.com, which is probably the best place to go because it has a little bit of everything. But if you prefer social media, there's that other stuff there too. And if you're a podcast fan and you're listening to this on iTunes or something like that, be sure to rate and review and subscribe. Keep up to date with what I'm doing. I put out episodes every week with different artists and people in the community that I think they're doing cool things. So if you want to know more people like Clara or more people like me, I'm putting out episodes every week. What else can I say? I don't know. I think that I have promoted myself enough. I think I've told you about my guest enough. So I say let's just get into my conversation now. With Clara Kent. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. So this is a learning experience. We're learning. We're going to learn. Like reading Rainbow. Uh-huh. I Take a that. look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Okay. All right. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hook waiting to happen. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I believe it. You can drop that single at Body Heat Friday. <laughs> Body Heat Friday's a flow. Come through. So I am sitting here today. I am inside of the Flow Lounge. This is my first time here. Cool. It is a, what would you describe? Well, how about first you introduce yourself and then let's get into where we are and what this is and who you are and what you do. Cool. Hey everyone. I'm Clara Kent. I am a part of the collective called Tribe Eternal. We're a multifaceted group of artists and we are here at the Flow Lounge, which we also co-own with uh, two other partners, you know, Pyramid PGH, shout out to them, and We Hotep. And what I do is a lot. 
I am a visual artist, so I paint. I'm a singer-songwriter. I have an album coming out December 21st called Aura. And like I just said, I co-own an art gallery and a, I do a lot of events. So if you've ever been to Writings on the Wall, if you've ever been to Bounce House, if you've ever been to Champlou, just know that those are curated by me and my team. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> yeah, I you know just recently got into contact with Clara yes. through some mutual friends in the scene, yes. and in the limited time that I've been connected <laughs> with you on social media, it seems like you're a very busy person. And <sighs> I uh, I fuck with busy people. I'm a busy person myself too. Woo. And yeah, so, given all the information you just gave me, yes. I really don't know where to start. <laughs> But we are inside of the Flow Lounge right now, which you said is a art gallery. It looks yes. like a performance space of sorts as well. Yep, I'm absolutely. sitting in between two PA speakers. Yep. So let's start with Flow Lounge. All right. Let's start with When it. did this place start? Why did it start? And how's it doing? All right. So we actually just started this year, okay. which is really cool. Um, how it started really was... Uh, Pyramid PGH and WeHotep, they already were in the talks of it before. And they had they were looking for artists to fill the space, like to actually bring people to the space. So I guess they talked to a couple people and they ended up landing on us, which was awesome um, because it also allowed us to be able to use our ideas and our innovativeness to make something around our music. So flow came about with that. That's really it. It was really that simple. And then um, we started with Writings on the Wall 1, which was in February. And ever since then, it's been crazy. Like, the first Writings on the Wall, we had like 200 people there. It was crazy. And this space is not that big. So it's like, okay, cool. (laughs) And it's like, every time we have one, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where we're like, okay, we might have to have this. Well, that's the point. You know, I mean, you don't you don't want to you don't want to outgrow and jacket that you just bought. True, and uh, the metaphor True. would be the space is exactly. the jacket in this metaphor. Yes, but uh, you you know you but like this jacket. It's I your do first jacket. Like this jacket, but the jacket it just seems like for maybe that jacket writings on the wall. The jacket for that is it's just getting really big. So is it just that event in particular? That and bounce house is really big, and shampoo is still kind of real intimate. Like we um. Shampoo. That's the anime related one, right? Yes. It's uh like based off of Samurai Shampoo and uh the production style is very hip hop. So I was like, I love anime and I love beats. Might as well play anime while we have dope hip hop artists play their tracks and they perform sometimes, not really. And it's like really cool. People are vibing, listening to music, networking. It's like a networking event. Yeah, really. you I, really that's cool. definitely now's not the time for me to plug my own shit. But why not? I do. I mean, we're just getting to know each other, so I might as well tell you, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I do a lot of I do hip hop and I do a lot of visual performance stuff as oh. well, and a lot of it is anime tied in. I used to run an Hello. anime club, a monthly anime club, but I got too busy for it. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> well, hey, Hello. we're getting to know each other now. Shampoo so friends. Here we are. Exactly. <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, so I that's think that up. in in the future, if you're planning another one of those events, I would yeah. like to be involved. But hey, that's back perfect. to you. Cool, cool, <laughs> back cool, to you. Cool, cool. Outside of being an anime fan and yeah. an event coordinator, yeah, that all comes well. 
not so much an anime fan because you probably grew up with that I'm a little a bit. I'm a super anime fan. <laughs> I grew up watching anime for, I've been watching anime for a long time, like almost my whole life. So yes, movies yeah. first. Absolutely. I've always been Ninja more- Ninja Scroll, boom. Oh yeah. I was- Tenshi Maya. Yeah. That's old. You know, but yeah, Ninja that. Scroll was one of the first ones that I saw. I think that's kind Princess of a staple. Mononoke. But I mean, it's definitely not the right thing to see when you're like- 10 Five. or 11, you know. Yeah, I was not ready for it. My it mom didn't out. know the difference between cartoons and that anime. That was the same shit that happened with my mom. For real. <laughs> just like at the video rental store. Exactly. And it was just like, this looks cool. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not for the children. Oh, seriously. Yeah, it's like, uh, mom, what are you doing? Mom. Mom, but um, but definitely hey. anime fan. Yeah, and then every time we'd go back to the store, I'm getting more rentals off of that shelf that like looked exactly. like that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think the first like crazy anime I watched, like the craziest one. Which one was it? There's so many. It's not that crazy. There was Princess Mononoke. Yeah, and like his arm just was like stuck on the thing. I was like, yo, this is lit. So I'm in love with anime. I, I'm. I watch everything. We were watching Berserk. I'm watching uh, Black Clover, which is actually like a mix of every anime out. That's like a, a sh- what like Naruto and yeah and Bleach and all that. I have a really it. hard time keeping up with series, just because the what more is- that I've gotten involved in writing music, doing yeah. art, promoting shows, yeah. it's just like I. And I can't. I can watch a movie every once in a while. Yeah, committing to a series can is do so episodes hard. More than movies, I guess, because you can do them in small bursts. Yes. You see, I have a problem though. If I start watching something, I want to like get it done Binge. quick. I can't. I don't have the patience to watch a series over time. You know what you need to watch? What about Origins? It's about okay. It's about humans going to the moon and they're experimenting with plants from Earth. And I guess something happens in the moon lab and the plants just rebel and come back to Earth. Like a huge mass of plants leave into space and come back to Earth like it looks epic. And they just like take over the planet and make humans have to ration water. Okay. It's crazy. That's not even telling you anything. Watch it. It's on Netflix called Origins. Okay. Boom. I'll add it to the list of things that people have told me to watch and I'm trying <laughs> so hard to get back to. But getting back to things, let's get yes, back to yes, yes. you as an artist okay. outside of an anime fan, but maybe those things are connected. Yeah, when are. did uh, you get into, because I guess you mentioned that you do visual art yes. and you also mentioned that you do singing, songwriting. So yes. which came first for you? Ooh, I don't think either one came first. It just kind of all came they together? They were together always. Okay. Like, the first time I got to indulge fully was my mom got this art table for Christmas. You know, those little kitty art tables are like blue and yellow and they're ugly and just, ugh. <laughs> and like with that water-based paint that's supposed to be finger paint and I just was so- Tell me more about how you like that table. I was obsessed <laughs> with that table. <laughs> like I had all these Christmas gifts. I was just watching a video. I had all these Christmas gifts, dolls yeah. and all types of stuff. And just for some reason, I was just like, okay, open the paint. I'm ready to sit at this table and paint. And I had my karaoke machine next to me, and I would use that all the time and singing it. The radio was my first love. I would listen to that and dance and sing. So my whole life has been like, that's the two things I've always known I wanted to do was art and music. Yeah, Music is probably the most important to me right now. It's the main priority to my life because I have so much I want to say. 
So I'm like ready for this album to come out. Definitely. So ready for this album. <laughs> I think like, that, I can't expire. For me, you know, <sighs> as a kid growing up, I would like, I had like a little shitty keyboard yeah. and my grandma had a tape recorder where you could like record and it had a microphone in. Yeah. So I would just like do like little songs. Yeah. I have a song that actually I made a hidden track on an album that I put out. It's about cool. being a garbage can man. Oh, I mean, I was I like, I was like seven. It's, you it's tight. That. Shame on you. I can send you a link. Okay, that, I'm not shame <laughs> on you though, because I want to. But hear uh, it. yeah, and then, but I always wanted to do music. But I grew up in an apartment with not like ton of income, and it's yeah. just like art was so much easier to do. Because, it is, you know, I could. Yeah, then, crowns and stuff are cheaper, especially if you go to restaurants. Sometimes they give you free. So crowns. I think like music was always what I wanted to do, but I did art for the majority of my life until I was like 16 and I got a job at Taco Bell and I bought a beat machine oh, with, well, my, with my paychecks. Yeah. Because I was like, I eventually I, got into it. I kind of, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like when I was doing music, it wasn't mine. I had to sing other people's songs. Okay. So I was yeah. in the church, like my grandma's old school. I was raised by my grandparents mostly. Shout out to my grandma. Happy in the choir. Oh my gosh. Singing lead. I used to put headphones over my ears so I couldn't hear anybody outside. <laughs> and I would just start singing lead. <clears throat> and um, I just always knew I wanted to sing my own songs though. So I would have my own little secret song book and just like write to that. But I would always end up being in choirs and feeling like I was just in the midst of a whole bunch of voices, but mine is like buried. So it wasn't until I got my own equipment, which was like at the age of... 16 that I felt like I could control my own voice. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was about 12 when I entered UIA, Urban Youth Action. Shout out to Urban Youth Action. Um, they had a program called Creative Liberation in the Summer. Had like Boaz, Eden, and Huggy, like old ID Labs yeah, yeah, history. Yeah. Like we used to watch Wiz when he was like big tall T playing PS2 when it first came uh -huh, out in the yeah. basement was and we were recording in there and um it was like the first time I got to hear my voice professionally and it gave me a lot of uh doubt first because I sounded terrible then I felt very confident because I got I got to really hear my voice so yeah. I was like oh I get to hear my voice like I didn't that's that was the end of my over singing days <laughs> Over singing Because in church You over sing uh. Like you know oh. And like I over sang so much That I just didn't I didn't know I was over singing So when I recorded myself I hated it I was like It's not how I want to sound no. I think that I think that a lot of people That are Like We'll say quote Classically trained In some yeah. sense Yeah You know You're taught You know To utilize Your full range Of your ability but yeah. in other genres of music, yes, you got to be reserved. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it all the right. time. But the fact that you can do that means you can It'll throw it out every once in a while. And people are like, Whoa. yeah, you know, it'll ruin a whole song. <laughs> uh, like I'm a I just remember like all the times I would love a song and somebody would over sing it. And I'm like, oh, that could have been me. Thank goodness for recording. And I heard myself before it became that. So. That's really like the origin story of like me owning my voice in music, but learning music and it's always been there. It's yeah, been I mean, like yeah. a training ground, but I actually got you'll to be training up. the rest of your life. I know that's the point. If you learn it all, then it gets boring. That's true. I'm about to. 
I'm trying. I'm I'm a rapper, but I'm not a rapper. Is that weird? I mean, I think it's not weird. I'm more of like you... an MC ish rapper. Sure. Not like a yeah, I don't know, yeah, like that. I'm more like spitting bars about some stuff that really happened in my life type of rapper. So you utilize yeah. the technique in your music, yes. but you are not yes. the person. Like you wouldn't... Uh, let's, oh, how, yeah, like... You, if, you if don't I go, live like the, the lifestyle of like a quote modern rapper. rapper. Yeah, like another example I don't is, think anybody that's like a rapper is like, I'm a rapper. yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to. I just feel like there's levels to rap now. Like there's levels. <laughs> like people are like, there's levels to this. I'm like, oh well, I must be level like, I don't know, five. <laughs> well, yeah, I, and then most people are on like a like level, like club level ten. But I'm not a club level ten. I'm more of like a level five. Like it's vibey, but it's like very content driven. Yeah, like, that's the type of rapper I am. Then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean. Some people don't want to be told anything when they're listening to music. That's they, true. But that's okay. Whatever makes you happy. I personally care for a message when I listen to music. I like want to yeah. hear something, but I would be lying if I said that there are some everything. bangers out there that are say, completely I mindless. I listen to everything. It's ridiculous. I think the thing too is like you can make a, a very club-driven song yeah, and it could still be genuine. That's true. I so, mean, and that's cool. I just Jesus want music Walks was in the club. <laughs> I just got to say that. Jesus Walks was in the club. Kanye had Jesus Walks in the club. I remember that. I was like, this, wait a minute. Does Kanye have Jesus Walks in the club? Oh my gosh. But yes, you're absolutely right. I've so, heard good records. So Now you're releasing an album on the 21st is what you told me, right? Yep. Is this a... Debut album, a a sophomore debut. album, it's a debut. debut. Congratulations! Thank you. Oh, so is this like a year's work of content, like writing, rewriting, scrapping songs, finding I your voice, have, all of that? Exactly. I have uh, been working on this album for about. If I really want to say it, I would say my whole life. Yeah, but um, actually sitting in front of the computer working on it for like three years. Mm-hmm. And I had to scrap it because <laughs> life. Um, but I had a previous relationship. And in that previous relationship, they were pretty much the whole vibration of it. They made beats. So it was like, uh, I, first of all, the things I was talking about wasn't really like personal enough. It was really, it just sounded good. Sure. And that's not what I want for my first project. And um, that's when I actually like, I think, I don't know what was first. If it was, I heard a track Yorel did with Bilal or if it was just like, he sent me tracks and I just never finished them and I just was listening to them. But Yorel just came to my mind. And he's a, a producer and MC and he's dope. Shout out to Yorel. And um, we were working on music together and it just would naturally pull situations out that I could talk about. And I noticed that when people hear the songs I make with Yorel, they really could feel where I'm coming from. Like, I could relate to you. Like, outside, for example, featuring Bilal. Um, it's, a, it's a song that comes from a dark situation, but I turned it into, like, you know, bring that ass outside. 
you know, because I'm about to scrap, but it's so jazzy and cool. Uh-huh. And it's like, people relate to that very much. That and Sold is the top two songs that people relate to the most. Uh, sold is basically when you're in any relationship or situation and you just feel like, who am I? Like, what is going on? Like, why am I allowing this? You know, you kind of have a realization like, no, I'm more than this, you know? Yeah. Um, and you free yourself. So that's what that song's about. But yeah, this this project is actually years in the making of personal experiences that people can actually relate to that I didn't think would be able to at first. Because, you know, when you talk about yourself, you're like, nobody's going to care. But then you get, oh, I've been through that. And oh, this helped me through this. And thank you. When people start saying thank you, that's like, wow. It's <laughs> like, whoa. I feel hitting me. I feel that everybody has very similar complications with that's just true. navigating life. Yeah. So as long as you write music that's honest, you will find people that's that true. it's going to connect with. Yeah, it mag- it's like a magnet for people to actually like really tune in. I always get so really appreciative of it. I get really mixed up by people that are disingenuine with uh, <sighs> the music that they put out. If mm-hmm. that's what you want to do, that's fine. Right. But I just I don't. I don't always see the point. Like if you're not presenting, it's like I a guess fake you it could till do you make it, it but, thing. I think. What was that? Like a fake it till you make it thing. Yeah, maybe? I guess so. But I that's feel that weird. you know, and that's fine if you want to do that. Yeah. If you want to emulate somebody else or just be part of a certain social community, but right. I have a really hard time like calling those people artists, and I don't yeah. want to like disrespect them. But it's just like. Yeah. I don't think you are. I think like you're yeah. more of an actor it is. than an artist. I would say it's more like Hollywood and, and acting. And I guess there's an art to art. acting if you want to have that conversation, but I don't know if it but should enter the music it's world. It's almost like a, a parody. Almost like, you ever see Big Shaq? No. This guy called uh, Michael Dapper, he's a comedian, and okay. he's acting like a rapper, and people believed he was really a rapper. <laughs> and he was on a radio show, and he's he was pretending to be a rapper, but it's it's funny that he did that, because the irony is that a lot of MCs are doing that, where yeah. they like have this facade, and they're just like, but it's really just like not authentic at all. So I just thought it was, you should look it up. Look up Big Shat, Man Not Hot, When You Get Home. Okay. Hilarious. Nice. Yes. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, Clara, you are absolutely right. This is great. <laughs> I know that guy. I know like 10 people like that. <laughs> exactly. A whole bunch of just ad libs and automatopias and stuff. So. Yeah. Now, on the other side, yes. aside from being a musician, visual yes. arts, yes, yes, yes. let's get into that. I know that you mentioned that you were, you've been doing it for a long time. Yes. But what, what currently, what are you doing now? Well, right now, I'm actually fully focused on music. I finished a painting last night. <laughs> Finally. Congrats. It's, um, I know. It's a shame. But um, I actually was painting a lot more last year. Um, there was a series by one of my friends named Fu. Shout out to Fu. It's called Canvas of Words. And what would happen is like he would have uh, artists on stage painting, and then poets would be performing at the same time at Kelly Strayhorn, which is really cool. And that's what really like sparked me back into it again because I was doing it and it was just, you know, life. Like life discouraging me from doing what I should do, but not life, but people I let in my life. And um, I, I was at a time of choosing myself again to do art. So I had a lot 
to put out and I was just putting out so much art and then all of a sudden it was just like music so now this year is all about the music but next year <laughs> the art is going to be crazy cool I have um I don't even want to say but just say I'm gonna just say this it's going to be a lot of of popping up around the city and people are going to not expect it cool yeah yeah you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Breaking. There's going to be a lot, air horn. a lot of bounce symbols everywhere. That's my, <laughs> that's, I don't want to say it, but yeah, I don't give away too much. There's going to be a real bouncy all over the city. All right. We'll be, we'll be looking forward Keyword to Keyword bounce. <laughs> do you, do you handle any of the visual art for mm-hmm. the representation or the branding of your music? Um, not for this album, but. Actually, no, that's a lie. Yes, I do. (laughs) I do. Um, For my album, Aura, I had another artist draw it for me, but I gave him like the layout of the idea. Shout out to uh, Flunked Fiction. He's dope. Um, He did my album artwork. But from this point on, I'm definitely doing all my stuff because, yeah, I have time. I'm going to have more time to do that. I didn't have time before. And you mean you might as well if it's your your voice and your, your story. Exactly. And if you have the ability to mm-hmm. illustrate it as yeah. well, you know, that could be a really cool combination of things. Yeah, I think that's that's actually like been my goal is to always cuz I do pretty much all the flyer work for the events that we do um and album covers and stuff like that. So I was like, why not just do that for myself? I don't know what my problem is. You're too focused on the music. Yeah. That's what it is. I can't wait till y'all hear this album. <laughs> I really like, I know y'all want some really good soul, just like some really good hip hop and some really, 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 really just great, great records. And I got that. And I usually, I usually am very hard on myself. So me saying that is like, crazy. I was going to say, you know, it's really nice to hear somebody you know, talking good about themselves. Yeah. Not enough people do that. Yeah. And it's fine if you want to talk down on yourself and your music, but you got to yeah. at least flip it by the end of the song so people yeah. are feeling good about something. Yeah. You got to talk down so they relate, then yeah. you flip it so they look up to you. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> this record is going to, oh, I'm going to cry on the release party. <laughs> I'm telling you, you think I'm <laughs> So do you have a release party scheduled? Is it on the 21st? Yep. Okay, where's that at? Here? Flow Lounge. All yeah. right, convenient enough. Convenient. Very. <laughs> I'm actually, um, I'm working on two pieces. I might work on two more pieces of art as well. Not too much. Not crazy. But um, it's going to be a really private listening release party. I feel like more people are going to come than I think. Okay, so you're going to do like a listening party slash gallery type thing, not a performance event? Uh, I'm performing. Oh, you're going to perform? Okay. Yeah, it's it's going to be different. Mi- it's going to be a surprise. Oh, okay. You wanna, and all these surprises. It's a surprise. <laughs> I have the layout of how I want... I've been thinking about how I want my release party for like five years. <laughs> so now sure. I have a space. So I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. it's time. I'm ready. So tying the space into this conversation now and Mm -hmm. the collective of artists that you work with and collaborate with, Mm -hmm. it's really awesome to have a hub to be able to showcase your work when it's ready for the public. Exactly. Um, Have you... What's the question I want to ask? I guess, did you see a lack of this in the city? And do you feel that you are contributing an important thing 
to the Pittsburgh music scene by having the Flow Lounge? The yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I all I gotta say is this: I came up in the in the Shadow Lounge era. Yep. So Justin is actually like my mentor. Like, um, he never really like was like, "Here, sit down and let me teach you." It was just like being around and him being like, "Pick this up, do this, do that," and just like telling me to run around like a little kid because I was, and um. That's how I learned how to cultivate good energy and good quality performance. Because when he first opened it, it was just like the people that would come in, the poets, the the rappers, the singers. It was like, whoa, I need to get my game up before I can even like step to a stage. So that and just like the type of people it was bringing in, they're so creative and they were just doing their own thing. So that's kind of like stuck with me. And I kind of missed that, but I wanted to do it, you know, my own way. And then on top of that, like everybody that's in Tribe has amazing ideas. Like when we sit together, it is insane the ideas we think of. So that also is like a huge part of the Flow Lounge. Um, But yeah, I saw there was like, there was a huge gap between the culture and the artist in the sense of it seemed like people were more so just trying to benefit financially instead of building the culture. Like they were kind of like, oh, I see there's talent out there. Let's make money off of it instead of like, oh, I see there's talent. Let's show it. Let's push it out. Let's show that we have a lot of people to showcase. So sure. we have culture here. We have music here. We have people that really are about the lifestyle of being an artist and want to want to show it. So it's more like we're based off of the talent of the person more than like the clout and the money, you know? Mm-hmm. It's great that this place too, for those that don't know the location of it, we are yeah. in that intersection of yeah. the... The tail end of Oakland yeah. and the tail end of Bloomfield and yep. the tail end of like, East Liberty slash Shady Side, depending yeah. on who you ask. Yeah. It's and, like uh, <laughs> right in the middle of all of it. We're not too far from where the Shadow Lounge was. And it's cool yeah. that, because this is like a good central hub for the city. Yeah. And, but it's also the same central hub that pushed out Shadow Lounge exactly. and everything else. So it's cool that this is here. Yeah. And I hope it can be here for a bit before, you know. UPMC yeah. buys it or uh, somebody else. Don't jinx us. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I saw. I'm joking, I heard a statistic that they own some crazy percentage of the city now. It's like over fifty percent is UPMC. I believe it. Man, UPMC is not joking right and now. And somebody else was telling me about how they're making so much money because they're a nonprofit. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But they're buying all this property. Yeah. So it's like you're basically just constantly profiting. Like uh-huh. you're buying property and you're nonprofit. What? Okay, cool. Yeah. But that's that's something to that's, about. But it's definitely, like you said, it, it, I felt I think we all felt like that. There's something just missing, you know? <laughs> He's over here laughing in his phone. What are you looking at? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm done. <laughs> See, that's cell phones, man. Cell phones are wild. But yeah, there's definitely something missing. And I feel like we are on the verge, if not almost close to having people recognize that there's something here. I want it, I want it to be able to be at home and create. You know, like I know, because I lived in Chicago because I went to school in Chicago. 
And I got to like really see how a city flourishes artistically with what they have within it. Because I mean, Chicago is known for violence and da da da, but they have so much art and so much culture. So I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna bring these tools to Pittsburgh. And it took years of me going through life and going through personal things. And then I was like, yeah, it's time to like really push these ideas. But um, I see a lot going on. There's like what we have. Um, RB does events. There's Miles. He's a young artist that does events. Um, at, Benji, shout out to Benji. He does events sometimes, but he's really like a great musician. Um, Mars Jackson does events. We have uh, Justin at Spirit Lodge which I always accidentally call lounge because I'm just used to putting him with that. Um, <laughs> and there's just like a lot of stuff is starting to really circulate and push. So I'm very happy to see that. And I'm happy to be a part of it too. Yeah, it has been coming back into swing over the past couple of years. Yeah. I've noticed it as well. Mm -hmm. and, oh, and shout outs to Zach too, because he has For the People. At first I thought it was Free the People, but I think it's For the People. <laughs> I think he switched it. I'm going to ask him. I think he switched it a couple of times. The one thing I'm starting to see less and less is mm -hmm. there has been this, there was almost a, like a, a segregation between the art communities in Pittsburgh. That's art like, like yeah. visual arts and then people that do cool like installation stuff and yeah. video stuff and then musicians. They all yeah, own blending. little places. It's like, mm -hmm. why isn't this all together? Yep. Why don't these people know each other? Exactly. You know, you got uh, musicians mm -hmm. that are, scrambling and like paying people online that yeah. live in other places to do art for them, which is fine because they're still supporting but the arts, but there's right people, here. somebody that lives around the corner from you that could yeah. probably do the same thing. Absolutely. And that's why we thought of writings on the wall because we were like, you know, it'd be dope if we just had like a mini festival and people just like paint on the wall and like write on the wall. And we just have music going and art everywhere. Let's just do it. And it's been popping ever since. <laughs> Ever since, like the next one coming up is December 2nd. That one's going to be crazy. We have Starship Manus, Live from the City. Um, we're doing our own separate sets as a collective. So it'll be Bilal, me, Pharaoh Lum. And I feel like, oh, and JB, who's a great DJ and he's uh, performing too. And uh, DJ um, Slim, the DJ, is going to spin and he's amazing. So it's going to be crazy. I'm excited. One thing that's wild about this conversation now is like, I mean, we're just getting to know each other and you're yeah. shouting out all these people and I dropping all these names. The and I'm like, I don't know I any know. of these people. And I feel like I know a lot of people. Yeah. But the world is so much bigger than you think it is. And you get a lot of people that say, Pittsburgh's a small city. And I'm like, you're out of your damn mind. You just don't go out enough. There's a lot of fucking people you don't know. There's a lot of people. <laughs> I'm telling you, I meet new people all the time and I feel bad because I'll like, I'll be like, can you describe what they look like? Because I'll forget, <laughs> I'll forget, I forget names. I'm more on energy and like, you know, vibe of how the person was. But yeah, I'm ready for writings on the wall six. It's the last one of the year. So it's going to be big. But exactly what you said, like, it seemed like at first, like art galleries would be over there installations would just pop up and then they would go away and there would just be shows with just people just going all night and I'm like uh, and DJ culture was kind of dead for a minute yeah like DJs weren't getting any love for like five years I'm like what's up with that so now DJs are actually getting love again so that's pretty cool too that's needed you need the DJ to get the culture popping 
There's a lot of exciting things coming up. I know. You're doing a lot of really cool stuff. I'm excited. Let's dive more into you Uh-oh. as a person. Okay. This oh, is a boy. question I like to ask people, especially people that do a lot of shit. Okay. What's something you've always wanted to do mm-hmm. creatively or just for the fuck of it that you've never had a chance to do? That's a loaded question. Okay, so actually, no, I'll start small. I want to actually take a half a year to just travel. Okay. That's it. Would you want that to be something that your music is tied to or that you don't have any responsibility on this trip? You kind of just go and you don't have to be locked down to commitments. I think that, but I want music and art tied to it. So like my goal is to travel, right? And keep a journal, but the journal is only sketches. Okay. So say if I'm in Thailand, I'll look at an area and sketch it out and write like a little quote, but that's it. And I want to be able to like perform at the places I go to. But I don't really want people to know. I just want to go sing at like a random like, place. Like find a bunch of open mic nights and yeah, things like that yeah. where it's not a big deal and you don't have to promote. Like, exactly. You know, you're, you're not running Facebook sponsored yeah, no, posts for no, 20 cities. No PR work going on <laughs> over here. It's just pop up and dip and that's it. <laughs> and that's all I want to do. That could be the name of the book. That, <laughs> and dip. And dip. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's one of the things I definitely have to do in this lifetime is just like travel and just be a free, non-tied artist just out. Do you find yourself having a hard time Mm. relaxing? Absolutely. (laughs) It's a problem. It's to the point that like I'll try to sleep, like full sleep, and any little noise just wakes me up and I'm like, okay. All right, I'm up, so I might as well do something. <laughs> All right, what am I going to do? I got to email. I got to do this. I got It's just, it's too much. Like, it's, woo. I got to make sure I got to take care of myself. But it also at least shows me that I'm very driven to get things done. Like, yeah. So, pros and cons. You got to get it done somehow. <sighs> I know. I have to remind myself over and over again that it's okay to rest. It's okay to sleep in. It's okay to take time. It's okay to focus on, you know, my well-being. I have to remind myself, like, verbally, like, talk to myself. Like, people think I'm crazy. Oh, I have a... I don't know if I talk to myself out loud, but I do talk to myself through to-do lists. Oh, yeah. And, like, simple reminders. Like, hey, yep. you know, don't forget to shower today. (laughs) <laughs> Please don't forget to shower today. Or wow, just shit. It's just I get tied up doing all this other stuff, and yeah. I don't, you know, don't. Hey, I could just don't feel, forget to eat. Do I laundry. Could feel that I think I really just feel like the goal is so close. So I'm like, I don't want to stop working because it's so close. I feel it in my body. Like I feel like, but I feel like you're <sighs> also the type of person because I. F- I feel this way mm-hmm. where there really isn't ever a goal. There are goals, but the second that I get what I'm looking for, I I'm have not another like, goal. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let yeah. me have a drink real quick, right. celebrate, and then, and then let's the get next, back to it. Yeah, the next hour, like, all right, what? Well, let's mm-hmm. keep going. Cause yeah, there's more. There's a lot more to do. There's so much more. I think a lot of people not only get discouraged easily, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think a lot of people sometimes are maybe 
don't know. They're like pleased too easily. Yeah. And I think that as an artist, you should definitely always want to challenge yourself to do more. Absolutely. Be happy with what the work that you're doing. Yeah. But always know that there's... My goal is to be a master builder, but I have to make sure that I'm balanced and I know when to take rest. Because if you don't take rest, your creativity gets stifled. Mm-hmm. So I'm like still learning that. And I am because obviously I'm like in the studio very motivated. So I'm obviously doing better with it. But um, when I say I want to be a master builder is exactly what you said, where it's like, okay, it's really just a consistent amount of goals. There's really no end goal. It's just a consistent amount of goals and you just keep creating and building on it and making it better. I, I forget who said this quote or somebody told me a quote. It was like, there is no painting you've ever seen in your life that's finished. And I was like, oh, sure, yeah. I... 100% agree with that. Because even when you feel like it's finished, it's not finished. You just feel content with it. You know what I mean? Because there's another painter that will probably see your painting like, oh, you could add this or this. It's, that's just how it is. So it's really no end goal. It's like whatever you're content with, with this goal. Now let's try something else like and move forward. So I agree. Yeah. I need to get on my life though. Because I'm, now I'm thinking about going back and recording. You got me anxious. To <laughs> Trust me, I was I was editing video in the get go, waiting for you. Like you know, like if I get a, a if I get you know fifteen minutes to work on something, I'm gonna do it exactly. Like what the fuck am I gonna exactly. do? Like sit around on my phone and like you know right. see what Total my thumbs. see what like Sam is having for lunch on Snapchat. Like I don't give a fuck what Sam's Snapchat eating for lunch. Snapchat is crazy. I'm not putting anybody named Sam on blast. I don't know anybody named <laughs> Sam. I'm just saying. If your Shout name is Sam, I'm not talking about Sam. you. If your name's Sam, I'm not talking about sandwich you. And I don't follow Sam. you on Snapchat. Sam, eat a sandwich. <laughs> don't be feeling bad. Sam, all right. Ooh, I'm telling. Just like him. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. When it comes... Mm, now I'm thinking about all the other stuff I want to do from the first question you said. Like, what do I want to do? I really just want don't to get too many ideas. That becomes uh, my pro. I have too many ideas. I'm always like, you know, I got I got a notebook in my bag. It's like here's an idea for a music video. Here's an idea for a photo shoot. Here's I an idea for house. my friend's band that I think would be really good, and I'm going to go out of my way to do it for them. Exactly. You know, they don't know it yet, but I'm going to do it because it's I'm a good just, idea. <laughs> just too many ideas. There are too many. I'm gonna just stick to the travel thing because I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's the cleanest idea. Uh huh. Like a travel because the other one is like. I want a greenhouse full of flying dragons. You ever see those little flying dragons? No. I'll add it to my list of things to look up after. There are these little multicolored lizards that have wings, but they can like soar. Okay. They're like little dragons. So I want them. That sounds awesome. And I want an owl. I know that's weird. but That's not weird. I want an owl. See, if I had an owl right now, I would be petting my owl, but I don't have one. So now I have to get one. Goals. All you just always have an owl with you? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll always. get the Harry Potter, Thunderbolt, <laughs> and everything. Shoot. I want an owl. Does mm-hmm. your passion for like anime or pop culture in general, it seems like you're in it, mm-hmm. does that ever get reflected into your art at all, or do you keep those mm-hmm. worlds separate? Mm-hmm. I feel like anything that influences me or sits with me definitely comes out in my music or art. Right now, most of my art is illustration-based, even though I paint. And it um, 
It is. It very it has a very anime touch to it, but it's still my style. So that's very true. Did you get started drawing like from drawing, trying to draw some anime type shit? No, actually, my mother was a painter. Okay. She used to paint huge like canvas like that size on the wall. And um, she used to do very detailed, realistic looking oil paint. That's awesome. Like huge paintings. Like she did one of uh, like Martin Luther King, Frederick Douglass. I said Frederick, Frederick Douglass, Malcolm X, and Marcus Garvey, and it was amazing. And then she did uh, some mural work in Homewood and uh, for Johnny Gamage and things like that. And I used to just watch her, and that's how I learned. I'm more of a like I observe. That's to awesome learn that type you, of person. you had that in the house. Yeah, my mom was not an artist. Oh yeah, and I started drawing just because I thought Mortal Kombat was the shit, and I thought oh, I could draw Scorpion. Oh well, there you go. So that's that's where it started. That's lit. That's how. Yeah, it, it starts with everyone <laughs> differently. But my mom just always was a record collector, and she painted. So that like stuck with me. It made me really motivated to be an artist all around. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's super, super cool. I love my mama. Rest in peace, mama. I miss oh. you. I know. I miss her. She's awesome. She was crazy, though, but she was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got my personality from. <laughs> so now, moving on the end of the year, you got the album coming out. Yeah. Is there anything else that, you know, you want to let the world know mm. about? Tribe. Yeah, let's get more into that. Yeah. Tribe is the shit. We are the... Uh, I really love my family, Tribe, okay? So, how long... It's been... It's about to be two years, huh? Uh, in July 2016. It was 15, I think. It's about to be two years since we officially called ourselves Tribe Eternal. But previous to me... Because I just got, I'm the, I think I'm the newest person. Um, they were H&T for years. And then um, I think, was it Lum and you basically made it in the tribe? Yeah, so Lum and uh, Bilal made it in the tribe. And they thought I was, you know, worthy enough to be <laughs> a part of it. Thank goodness. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've been doing so much just, like, these past couple years. And then this year, it's, like, really been showing out with our music. Like, Lum dropped a whole project, Preacher in the Trap. Shout out to Lum. Bilal got a project coming out that sounds amazing with URLs, tracks on it. Um, oh, yeah, shout out to Cobana because she did work on Lum's project. And then my project's coming out. So we're really on, 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 and we're not stopping. Non-stop. It's great to have a network of people that are all goal-driven and yeah. share a mutual passion for the same thing. Yeah. It's very There's crucial. a lot of us, too, in Tribe. There's so many. Like, shout-out to Kev. Shout-out to Luxa. Shout-out to Akira. Shout I just said Cobana. Who else am I missing? Don't leave nobody out. They're going to be... Salty. Salty. <laughs> Mike. I said Luxa. I think that's it. That's it. That's it for real. All that's right. Real. I got everybody. Yeah. But um, Tribe is a big collective group of artists that we all do multiple things. That's the cool thing. So it's really cool. Follow us at Tribe Eternal or TribeEternal.com. What about you? Where can people find your I things? I am Claricant.com. 
And that is I-A-M-C-L-A-R-A-K-E-N-T.com. Or you can follow me at um, I am the bounce on IG. That's where I am the most. Or at I am Clara Kent on Twitter. And uh, yeah. Um, the meet the album on the 21st. The album is called Aura. It's produced by Yarell Tifsom. And it is coming out the 21st. It will be on Bandcamp. And then it will be everywhere next year because I have to withhold due to some awesome opportunity that came upon my lap. But other than that... Oh, can we not talk about this? Not yet. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> I could put two and two together. I could talk, I could talk to you about it, but not, on <laughs> but the, not when the microphone is Not on. on the microphone. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of great opportunities happening. But it will definitely be available on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Um, and I'll have hard copies of it for sale as well. So Nice. Bounce. And uh, Flow Lounge. Flow Lounge is 282 Morewood Avenue. We have... Oh, we got a couple things coming up. So November 30th is Shampoo 5. Then we have Writings on the Wall 6, which is crazy. Um... And then we have uh, the Pit Gala, which is Lum's birthday bash on the 9th of December. We're also going to have a pretty big show with some major acts on the 30th. Um, December 30th? December 30th. Right before New Year's Eve. It's going to be insane. Is that also a under wraps sort of thing right no, now? No, it's actually, I just don't have a title for it yet. I just know that it's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be three DJs. There's going to be live bands there's going to be a lot of lot of great things going on and um if you follow me on facebook clara kent or if you follow uh my twitter at i am clara kent you will get the updates on that asap yeah it's gonna be great it's a lot that's good it's a lot of great things i know it's so exciting and my release party. Don't forget that. It's December 21st. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, get get a notebook. Rewind about 10 minutes or however yeah. long it took to go through all that. Do it. <laughs> and uh, it. Write, write things down. Come out. Come see out. what's going on here. See it. The Flow Lounge. See what's going on with Tribe Eternal. Absolutely. See what's going on with Clara Kent. Yes. And okay. uh, I think that's about it. Thanks for inviting no me No more to- questions for me? No. What? Yeah. Gosh. Okay. I mean, do you have something that you My want me to ask you? My favorite color is red. <laughs> okay. I love gold. I love gold. Um, I'm a plant-based eater. I do not eat meat. Okay. I don't um, either. Oh, the the, oh, ve- cool. the veggie burger at Gecko <gasps> was surprisingly okay. Veggie burger at Gecko. Hand clap. Bam. It was all right. It's I had a veggie good. burger and some cheese sticks because I'm eating healthy, apparently. Healthy. Instead of fries, you got cheese. Yeah. I cannot. I got a fucking problem with mozzarella sticks. Like, if I I see them, I'm like, I'm getting them. Yeah. I can't. It's happening. I had an issue for a minute. I I, I, I passed, you know, I'm I'm past that point. But I remember getting an immense amount of cheese sticks earlier this year from (laughs) get-go. Like, crazy amounts of cheese sticks. Like, (laughs) I don't know how I'm alive. That's how many cheese sticks I ate earlier this year. But... I'm good now. I'm on to salads and fries. Fries aren't even that much better, but whatever. With that note, eat your fries, people. Don't forget the ketchup. 
if you like barbecue sauce, go to KFC and get the potato wedges with that. It's quite tasty. And uh, I'm out. Drop the mic. Real quick. Oh. So yeah. being a vegetarian. Yes. What is, say, like your favorite two places to eat in the city? Cool. I'm going to give you two because I don't want to make you pick one. Or just two that are really good. Two that maybe you think are underrated or underappreciated. Okay, so... Because a lot of people talk about, like, some places. I won't name any, but, you know, there's the ones that a lot of people mention. But what are some that you think are, like, hidden gems? There was a place me and Bilal was addicted to for, like, about two months. It's called All India. It's a buffet. And they have vegan and vegetarian options that are crazy. They had okra and tomatoes. And they had, like the craziest like selection of food and I just was like ignorant how much I would eat there. Their water sucks. Bring your own water. (laughs) But their food is amazing. I'm pretty sure that we grub hubbed from Hall India before and it was good. It was so good. The buffet. Go to the buffet. Who else do I like? (laughs) I'm trying to think. There's somebody else that I really like that's on the top of my head. I like Thai food. Thai food's my favorite. I love curry. It's like yeah, ignorant. I really want to go to like a Jamaican restaurant real bad and get a veggie plate, but they don't really do that in Pittsburgh. I would love some plantains and some rice and peas and some greens and some cabbage right now. Mm. I might have to make that one day. Yeah, now I'm getting all hungry. I'm sorry. I, just, I just ate a veggie burger. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's cool. But yeah, shout out to the vegetarians and I'm, the plant-based I'm eaters. You're stressed out. Want to go back to the studio? <gasps> I know. <laughs> Life's hard. Life is hard. <laughs> no, it's really great. I'm really appreciative. I'm grateful to have met you and everybody that's pretty much like involved in my process of uh, developing and being a better artist every day. I'm really happy. It's just, you know, I'm tired. I'm very tired. I'm yeah. Pillow. I feel bad when I run into people that I'm not expecting to see because I'm always like looking like a zombie and I have a hard time. Like I want to be nice to people, but sometimes like I just don't want to see people. I know. Like low key, actually, I I saw somebody that I knew in Gecko and I was waiting for my food and just turned around and looked at, I was like, I I don't even want to say hi to anybody right now. That's why I got the brim on low because I'm not trying to be (laughs) But like, I feel bad, you know, I'm a social guy, but it's just like, I don't want to go through that whole like, what have you been up to? How's it going? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't yeah. know. I'm about to eat cheese sticks from a get-go. Exactly. Like, like I'm things chilling. are all right. Like, I look I look like I'm living the life on Instagram probably, <laughs> but no, I'm just about to eat cheese sticks at get-go. Like, Swear. what are you doing here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Getting a beer probably. <laughs> no, but there's a lot coming up next year, so stay tuned, you know. I don't know. I'm working on a couple festivals, a couple things, a couple traveling things. You know, Word. Might have to interview again, you know? Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Catch up. Raw sauce. All sauce. You got to watch Man Not Hot. Watch it, please. Okay. I, I'm okay. going to make a list. Whenever I go through this and I listen through it, I'll write <laughs> everything down and I'll check it out. I will. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else you can ask me? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like a brief overview to get people to uh, well, look into what you're doing I like more. long walks on the beach. Um I don't like walks on the I, beach. The sand. I was going to say, technically, I don't, like I don't walk. I just stand until the sand reaches my kneecaps. Uh, yeah, and that's it. 
you know how like the water will hit your feet and it feels yeah. like you're sinking in. I stand until it reaches like part of my calf because I'm crazy. All right. He's like, cool. <laughs> That's cool. One time I made the mistake of doing that and a little clam like bit my toe, which was annoying. But you ever see the little you, clams at like Ocean City? You never seen those? No. Nah. They're like, okay. So there's these little clams and they just be like, and they bury themselves. But if you like, Kick one, they'll like snap at you. And one of them snapped at me and I was upset. I feel like that's something I should have seen in my life. I've been to Ocean City once. Ocean, it on, usually happens in But August. it was a, it was like a, a tour. So we really didn't get to like hang out. That's kind of why, why I mentioned earlier about with you traveling and like playing shows and things like that. Like if oh, you well, are traveling and playing shows, it's like you really don't, yeah. Do anything like you're just mm. you you're spend just, you end up spending a lot of time at like in the hotel coffee shops stuff. or something yeah. like that. Just like you don't want to go too far from the venue. That's true. Unless you're just like you don't care. I could just like really not care and be late and travel and do that. But no, nah, I would want to travel with no no ties. But I do plan on. I need. I I want to tour, man. I'm trying to tour right now. I need to tour. Yeah, you're really close. You I know. know. It's I, all, all you need is it's definitely a, some, a, some good product to push. Oh yeah, you know, video. You got a video lined up? Yeah, I got some videos now. They're cool, but I really want like some new material video. I I really just want to push this project, and then I have a mixtape coming out. It's like real short, real sweet, something slight, something light. Shout out to Miles Saw, aka what's it? <sighs> He has like five different names, but um, it's called Bounce House based off of the, the event that we have pretty much every month. It's an after hours uh, showcase and um, that is going to be pushed a lot in the city, but I want Aura to be pushed everywhere, like all over. So yeah. Great. I talk about a lot of stuff. I can't wait. Mm. Well. Food. Holla. Yep. And that's it. Whoa. We'll wrap it up. Thanks again gang, for gang. having me here. This place is awesome. I'm looking forward to coming to some of the events here. Yeah, please do. Come to Writings on the Wall. It's going to be dope. It's going to be crazy. My set for Writings on the Wall is insane. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. All right. And uh, I'll do the outro later. So fuck it. We, we, we done. Fuck it. I will. I'll end it right there. <laughs> And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to mark your calendars for December 21st at the Flow Lounge. It's going to be Clara's album release party. I will be there if I can. And you should be there, too. Be sure to check out all of the links that she mentioned to check out her music and her art. Be sure to check out Tribe Eternal Music Group some more and look up the flow lounge to see everything else that's going on there. She mentioned uh, a thousand things and I can't even remember all of it, but there's, it all seems really cool. So if it seems like your thing, be sure to go out and support so it can keep thriving and growing like it has been. Yes. Anyways, I'll be back again next week with another new episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2017. Woo! Woo!
Thanks for listening.